How are we doing everyone? My name is Tim Doyle, aka Jim Doyle, and welcome to episode 7 of Back on Top. At the end of the last episode, I talked about Dr. Sarno's strategies for recovering from TMS, and now I'm going to talk about my experience putting those strategies to work. As a reminder, TMS stands for Tension Myoneural Syndrome, a mind-body syndrome that causes physical pain that's not due to a structural issue in your back. Let me emphasize again that the diagnosis of TMS and strategies to manage you know, my problem worked for me personally. You owe it to yourself to be fully evaluated by a medical professional for any pain and discomfort you are feeling. But if things don't resolve in the expected amount of time, if you're still feeling a lot of pain, maybe it makes sense to explore other channels like TMS. So here are the three components to the TMS recovery process that helped me. The first thing, once I was given the TMS diagnosis, I needed to repudiate the structural diagnosis that I was initially given. In other words, what my doctor, chiropractor, physical therapist, and MRI said and showed, completely disregarded. Like I mentioned in previous episodes, before meeting with Dr. Rauschbaum and reading the mind-body prescription, I was doing the exact opposite of repudiating the structural diagnosis. My mind and body had become so fixated on the herniated discs that I was scared to move or use my body in even the most basic ways. No matter what I was about to do, I expected that it was going to cause pain. At the very beginning, it was difficult for me to train my mind not to focus on the physical problem. But I pretty much just told myself, you know, you just need to buy into it. You need to fake it to a certain extent. As time went on, I didn't need to fake it because as my pain started to decrease pretty quickly, I truly started to believe that the physical problem I was told was the root cause of my pain was simply just a facade. The second thing that Sarno emphasizes is that I needed to accept the psychological nature of the pain that I was feeling. This goes hand in hand with repudiating the structural diagnosis. And I'll say that focusing on my mind and the psychological component of the pain rather than the physical is how I successfully repudiated the structural diagnosis. In other words, you don't just disregard the physical by just hammering into your mind that this isn't a physical problem. You disregard the physical by completely focusing all your attention and energy on your mind and not your body. So you're probably wondering then, well, how do you actually do this? How do you focus on the mental components of TMS and the pain you're feeling? Dr. Sarno describes this as talking to your brain. This was so beneficial for me, not just from a TMS standpoint, but honestly, just from an overall wellness perspective. I like to think of talking to your brain as having one-on-one -on -one meditation and therapy sessions with yourself. Take 15 minutes in a quiet space and basically just have a conversation with yourself and let your mind do the work. 
And what I would do was I would get up in the morning, I would take a shower, have breakfast, and then after that I'd go back into my room, close the door, lie in my bed in complete silence, and just have these conversations with myself. I would think, think about what's going on in your life. What's stressing you out? What has stressed you out in the past? What are you stressed about for the future? The goal is to become aware of the thoughts in your unconscious mind. And now you might ask yourself, well, how do I know if I'm bringing thoughts from my unconscious mind into my conscious mind? In my opinion, there's really no way to know completely. It's kind of difficult. But I will say though, there were some conversations or moments where I did have some pretty deep realizations and light bulb moments about myself, which was a pretty cool feeling. And I like to think of those moments as the times where, wow, I really am opening up my unconscious mind and becoming conscious of it. It can definitely be difficult or confusing to have these internal talking sessions, but it's important to keep your mind completely relaxed and open. You can't force it. The thing that helped me the most by far in making sure that these internal conversations were working was by taking a third person mindset. Basically, who is this person? Who is Tim Doyle? What makes him tick? What's the good stuff? What's the bad stuff? What's the ugly stuff? And when I opened my up to this, when I opened myself up to this approach and sort of allowed myself to just be vulnerable with myself, it was a game changer. Be completely open and transparent with yourself. Find out who you truly are. And these conversations will definitely work. And I think an important thing that needs to really be emphasized about this part of the process is that you're not trying to change the way you think or your psychological makeup. That would be impossible to do in this stage of your life. You're simply just trying to become more aware of the way that you think and how your mind works and what your psychological makeup is. These internal talks that I had were probably one of my best takeaways from this entire journey. I had such deep realizations about myself and my life. I've become so in tune with my body and my mind, and this is a direct correlation to these talks. For this alone, I'm grateful that I went through all that pain, because if I didn't, I would have never benefited from this entire process. The deeper I started to look inside myself, the less the external factors of the situation controlled me. The pain completely buried me in the short term, but it also completely set me free in the long term. And I'm grateful because I became so much more in touch with myself as a person in all aspects of my life. The last major component that Dr. Sarno emphasizes is that I needed to return to my normal life and normal activities as soon as I possibly could. This can be definitely the scariest and most challenging part of the process, but it's gotta be done. I needed to show my mind that I had a healthy, active, fully capable body. 
I needed to lose the pills, stop the icing, throw away the back brace, drop the spinal decompression, ditch the cortisone shots, end the physical therapy, pass on the surgeries, and get back to actually living. I remember the Friday right after I finished the book. I was getting ready to drive up to school for the weekend. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, I got into the routine of going to school on the weekends so that I could be with my friends since I wasn't there during the week. Before I left my house, my mom and sister asked me, so you're going to stay up there for good then? And I remember I said so quickly and matter-of-factly, oh no, like I'll be back on Sunday like usual. Sunday morning rolled around when I was up at school and I texted my parents to tell them that I wasn't coming home. I realized that no part of me wanted to go back home. Plus, if I wanted to stay true to what Dr. Sarno's tips were telling me, I had to stay at school so that I could get back to my normal life. Just to recap, I had just spent the last four and a half months at home, but now it was time to be back at college full time for the final months of my senior year. I realized that the reason why I initially told my family that I was coming back home at the end of the weekend was because my body and mind had become so accustomed to that new routine of driving up and down from school at the start and end of the weekend. The doctor's visits, PT, and spinal decompression were literally tying me down. But that was all over now. I was done with that. There wasn't anything holding me back from being at school full time now. This new recovery plan with TMS and Dr. Sarno consisted of reading a book and exercising my mind. Two things that I could do anywhere. It's crazy to think, but the goal was to return to school full time in mid-March and that actually ended up happening. If you told me in the final week of February that I would start to feel better pretty soon and be back at school in two and a half weeks, I would have looked you straight in the face and tell you some type of miracle would have to happen for that to be the case. Well, I guess you could say there there really was some type of miracle, but nothing like I could have ever imagined. The next undertaking, the thing that would help me return to my normal life the most, getting back into the gym. It was finally time to return to working out. This was the most crucial part of the process. There were a lot of unknowns going into that first workout. How much pain would I feel? How reluctant would my mind and body be? How difficult would it be to get back into the rhythm of lifting weights on a regular basis? Would I still have the same love and passion for it as I did before? Like I said earlier, returning to physical activities can be the scariest and most challenging part of the process. Part of me was really nervous to get back into working out, but there was an even bigger part of me that was so confident and so positive that I'd be completely fine. And you're probably wondering why is that the case? At the very beginning of the first episode, I mentioned that when the pain got really, really bad, for some reason I wouldn't feel pain when I worked out. I didn't understand why. I would feel excruciating pain in the morning, 
go work out in the afternoon and feel no pain. And then as soon as I was done lifting weights and got back into the car to go home, the pain would return right away. I never understood why that was the case or how that was even possible. But as soon as I started to learn more about TMS and how it worked, I thought to myself that must be the explanation for why I didn't feel that pain. I can't pinpoint exactly why that would be the case, but if I had to guess, my mind was completely occupied and focused on lifting weights in the moment. And that didn't have, and my mind didn't have the bandwidth to also cause my body pain during those couple of hours. There was only one way to find out though. It was time to put that hypothesis to the test and get back into the gym. On March 22nd, 2021, I returned to the gym. The last day I had worked out, October 23rd, 2020. That's exactly 150 days between workouts. That's a lot of time off for a gym rat. It was such a weird feeling walking back into the gym. A place that I had gone to so regularly that was pretty much my second home had felt so foreign to me in the moment. My membership card didn't even scan because I hadn't been there in so long. It was also kind of surreal thinking like, man, nobody near here knows how special of a moment this is right now. Everyone just sees another person working out, but you didn't see what it took to get back to this spot, to get back to this spot. All right, with all that being said, it was time to actually get to work and hit a mean chest and shoulder workout. I was a lot weaker, but I was expecting that. I had lost a lot of muscle, but I already knew that. I had to build from the ground up, but I was excited to do that. The most important factor though, there was zero pain. Absolutely no pain throughout the entire workout. At times I could feel myself trying to be extra cautious, but no pain. And it was actually a really good workout. The fact that I didn't feel any pain while working out 100% confirmed in my head that TMS was the true cause of my pain. Plus, working out was really the missing piece that brought everything together. It was all the evidence that I needed now to completely reject the physical diagnosis I was given and focus on the psychological nature of the pain. I texted my family after the workout. It has been exactly 150 days since I last stepped inside of a gym. There is not going to be a day 151. Tough times don't last forever. All right, we're gonna stop episode seven here. We have finally reached the part of the series where I'm actually starting to recover. After months and months and months of pain and stress and feeling like I would never recover, going through so many different types of therapy that didn't work, I'm finally at the part where things are getting back to normal. It was such an incredible feeling getting back into the gym and starting to feel like my normal self again. I hope you have found this episode 
beneficial or interesting in any way, if you would like to reach out to me uh, to connect, you can message me on Instagram at jim.doyle. Again, that's Jim like G-Y-M. But I look forward to seeing you for the eighth and final episode soon of Back on Top.